When you hear the phrase, soft as steel, what do you think of? While the word steel might conjure up images such as massive high-rise buildings, where does the soft part come in? And what exactly does this mean in our work and in our lives? Welcome to the Soft as Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran, featuring engaging conversations with a wide range of industry leaders around soft skills, how we practice love, inclusion, social justice, and compassionate leadership that's everlasting in the workplace. And now, here's Dennis Duran. Today's guest on the Soft to Steel podcast is Stephen Phillip, the president of Coatings Unlimited, a 70-year-old family-owned company serving industrial, commercial, and retail markets with flooring, wall, and tank coating and lining systems, both heavy-duty and decorative. Coatings Unlimited is a diverse company that can prep and apply many different types of coatings on many different types of services, both in our shop and in the field. That first part of the introduction gives you a pretty good sense of one of the things that I find so interesting about our guest, and I'll explain that in a moment. Steve is a bit different from many leaders running successful businesses. He is constantly reflecting on his experiences, new and old, and sharing these reflections on social media, specifically LinkedIn. I enthusiastically recommend that anyone interested in insights that are discussed in plain, very understandable ways, follow Steve to hear what he's reflecting on. His most recent posting reflected on this thought, I don't walk on water, I just know where the rocks are. Much of what he talks about revolves around people, and most importantly, his people, the folks that work for him. Steve, welcome to the Soft to Steel podcast. Thank you for having me, Dennis. You're very welcome. I'm honored. You did a little bit of a giggle on that I don't walk on water thing. Tell our audience first, again, I described you as being different from other leaders, and that difference being, again, a behavior that you display, which is you think about things, you reflect on things. I think you even mentioned in one of your other podcast interviews that one of the reasons you do this is this is a way for you to talk to your employees, the people that work for you. And obviously others that read them or hear about them or hear, well, you you wouldn't believe the first thing Steve said in the last podcast or whatever it may be. But am I generally in the right area when I describe you that way and talk about what these postings are all about for you? Yeah. Well, some say there's no real way to describe me, Dennis, but, you know, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I guess, you know, if you're going to put me on the spot, I think the way I'm different, we're different is the lost art of conversation and people were a people first company whether that be internally or externally we know that the true value of a company is in the relationships that we build and I, it may sound corny to you but it's real people want to do business with people that they like people that they know people that they trust people know to get the job done so we don't focus on contracts and spreadsheets we focus on building long-term relationships and when you bring that inside the company being a people first company your customers and i've wrote about this before but new customers can tell if you're a good company just by looking at the faces of your employees if your employees seem happy and outgoing and engaged you know that they feel like they're being treated right and you know you see them you see people out there that just look like they're miserable to be working somewhere and it shows up and it shows up in the nonverbal cues that they deal in any 
relationship transaction and you experienced before is going to a retail store or a hotel or whatever and you know there's a difference between people that are happy and the people that are unhappy you know you don't want to do business with unhappy employees you want to do business with happy employees we figured that out a long time ago my grandfather always said you know we're, we're in the business of making friends and it's true we're in the business of making friends because that's how the world works kids nowadays and my kids included they'd rather text or email they don't want to go face to face or have god forbid a conversation a human conversation with a person so there's a lot of anxiety in that communication transaction between sender and receiver because there's just a discomfort in talking to another human being and engaging in conversation so We've been, since our ancestry, we're sitting around a campfire and sharing up <laughs> a gazelle or whatever you want to say it, you know, just we we're, we're, a, our, we're a, come from a long lineage of storytellers. And, you know, it, that's, that's how we learn to communicate. And, and over the years, you, you just see that diminishing and diminishing and diminishing where everyone hides behind the computer. Everyone hides behind the, the iPhone and it's just, this becoming a lost art. I'm getting off into a tangent here, but no, I'm, no I, actually, you're there's not. There's a lot I can say. Yeah, you're that, that there's a, there's a there's a thread running through everything you're saying, and, I, and I'm just sitting here. I hope you didn't maybe notice I was nodding my head um, uh, in two different ways. One, uh, you, you may have read my book. You know, we we uh, we agree in a really uh, basic but important and fundamental way about uh, about what really matters in being successful. And what really matters is, is as you said, building relationships. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've, I've said as as, uh, as recently as when I wrote the book, uh, one of the thoughts that came to mind and found its way into the third section of the book, um, actually two different thoughts. One is that you can't build relationships online. Uh, and I, I would say that you would jump up and say, yes, absolutely, that's correct. Did you get um, that from me or did I get that from you? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but, uh, but we'll figure that out later. You know, <laughs> ask Pat. Let, let's let uh, Pat can, uh, can, uh, can adjudicate this. Um, but, uh, but, the, but the other thing is, uh, you, know, you know, just quite simply, um, you know, I also talk about the fact that, that, that doing the job, uh, being, being ha- having the expertise to uh, to apply coatings or the expertise to uh, uh, to install windows or whatever it may be in in the in in our industry the, the industry that uh, that serves the building environment um, that uh, that being able to do the job is absolutely essential. Uh, you know, we, we hire people, uh, uh, we evaluate them, we train them, we develop them to do the job. Um, and, uh, and that's kind of the, that's the given. Um, but what, what, what's most important, and again, you use this, I've heard you use the term, uh, it's recently that podcast that I viewed, uh, you use the term soft skills. Uh, and I, t- and, and I talk about soft skills. I describe them in a certain way, uh, not much at variance, you know, again, as a practical matter, what, what they mean to me, uh, and what they mean to others are all kind of in the same, in the same universe. Um, and cause it all really ultimately all boils down to, these are the skills that make a difference. Um, these are the skills that take your ability to perform and make you somebody that can not only perform, but, but continue to grow and develop and excel at, at what you do, whatever that is. 
you know, so we, you know, we are absolutely in the same uh, in the same camp on all this, and that that that, that struck me. Well, it strikes me when I read your your postings, um, but but it really struck me when I heard you having this conversation on a, on a live uh, then recorded podcast. Uh, uh, so that that's an, I, I didn't know all the reasons I wanted to talk to you, but and then it became pretty obvious. Um, yeah, hard skills are easy to teach. You know, finance, math, accounting, computer programming. The hard skills are easy to teach. It's 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 dealing with people that is an art. You know, and you gotta you gotta you gotta have you gotta be a you gotta you gotta love the interaction of dealing with other people and and uh, it's. You know, it, it's the soft skills are becoming a lost art. Not if I, not as long as I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I talk about them every day, all the time, and uh, whatever setting I'm in, whether it's a speech, a workshop, a seminar, whatever. Uh, because I think while the construction industry seems to be, um, what's the right word? They seem to be, well, waking up. Uh, to a reality that is they're confronting by virtue of the fact that we are in a, an increasingly diverse workforce, a multi-generational workforce, uh, and that those two attributes alone, along with uh, the concerted efforts to try to attract more women into the trades, um, there's a lot of things that are changing. Uh, and but one thing that's common to all of those uh, those uh, those needs and those interests. Uh, is the fact that we need to do a better job of understanding ourselves and other people. And there's the only way you can do that is if you learn how to be a communicative person so that you can let people know who you are through your words and your actions, uh, but also learn more about them through the things they say to you. And I, and I know, again, that we are in the same camp on all of that, but your your comments or additional thoughts, please. Well, you know... Um, what I've said to the my own daughter, I have three daughters, you know, and, you know, throughout their, their day, their week, whatever, and they come across someone that they had some problem with, you know, um, you know, I don't like this person because of this, of this, or that, or the other, and they're like, you know what, everybody's going through something, you know, and everyone has a story to tell, just listen to them, you know, and ask them how their day was, you know, ask, you know, engage it, engage it. People love to talk about themselves. So, you know, just, there's a, there's, there, there's a, there's a, a, a lock and key effect, so to speak, when, when you, when you're communicating with a, a person that you don't think that you liked, all of a sudden you realize that you really do like them because ultimately we have more in common than we don't have in common. Uh, so just uh, engage and ask questions and uh, you'd be surprised how those people open up and all of a sudden someone that was angry towards you would now open up towards you and are telling you their life stories when uh, just, you know I like started with the uh, the uh, the intro of you know practicing love you know I, I, that's what it would be basically just just love for your fellow mankind all right. Well, let's, since you since you since you brought it up, um, let's talk a little bit about what what is you know what is the uh, the relevance, the importance, or uh, or the uh, uh, the significance of saying something like uh, you need to you need to love the people that are your customers. You need to love the people that work for you. 
What is that? How does that? How do you operationalize that? Well, um, there's there's two paths I can go down here, but but to answer your question, I was I did I don't even think prepared for you, but speaking off the cuff, starting out with a, a basis of love, uh, in in a in a business transaction, uh, in a commercial in a commercial transaction would be you know, you know I respect you as a customer. Um, I respect what your needs are, what your wants are, you know, how can I, how can I help you? You know, when it, we're, uh, we're in a, uh, industry of service, you know, and how can we service you and solve your, whatever problem that you have to where, you know, we're both happy. So I, uh, that's, I think that's the best way I can answer your question. Um, versus fake making a business transaction, make it a, a human transaction. Mm-hmm and helping one another out. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you, you don't resist the notion of, uh, of the fact that, that love, which is an emotion, uh, uh, has, has a role in how you go about doing what you do to serve the people you serve. Not, not at all. Not at all. Whether it not be, you know, love in the class success of love or just loving what you do and loving and not what I do, because I like, I'm a, I'm a people person, yeah. you know, um, every, Every day you wake up is a new day with a new opportunity. And, you know, there's just, you know, the phone rings, you uh, get an email from some new client with a new opportunity. And that's, that's the thrill of the game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you, you successfully, without realizing it, taken a phrase from, uh, from a leadership author, uh, who's my mentor actually, uh, and his, his uh, met, part of his message, he, his first book on leadership was written 20 years ago. It was called The Radical Leap. Uh, and LEAP is an acronym that stands for four words, which are his framework of leadership, uh, which is love, energy, audacity, and proof. Uh, and, and, he, and, and he talks through, through telling stories uh, about what all, those, all four of those words mean and how, what the interplay is and what it produces. Uh, and in that first book, uh, and to this day, it's uh, a thought that's in my mind uh, almost every day, if not every day, uh, and that is this. And you said one of these phrases just a moment ago, do what you love in the service of people who love what you do. Any argument? No. And, and again, I, I didn't steal that from anywhere. I just speaking from no. the <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. That's what, Yeah. And, and, and it kind of is a, is a, by the way, you know, part of the, 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 the beauty and the value of these conversations is that we're, we're, we didn't prepare answers for questions. Uh, again, we're, we're two people talking, uh, and, uh, and we have, we have a lot of com- common thoughts between you and I, and it's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's very pleasing. It's just like, no, I'm too past for that question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you deal mostly with the contracting community. Is that accurate to say? And the and and the unions, yeah. And yeah, and union, unions and contracting. So, uh, what I was gonna communication be, so to speak, was gonna be as it relates to safety in in their in the construction field. Now, if 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 employees would just look out for for one another in the field and just out of just to love of of each other, uh, I think that would drive down incidents, drive down accidents, whereas, you know, hey, we're all following the uh, the plan of the day and the safety plan, blah, 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 but 
you know, nowhere does it say, hey, let's look out for each other. Let's get each other's back. And, I, you know, that that's more of a of a new uh, thing in safety and destruction, uh, you know, human performance, human-based um, safety or hops, um, I don't know, or craft-based leadership. And just if, you know, more of us looked out for one another, it could quite frankly drive those statistics down. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you. Um, and we both know that safety is still a serious, serious problem in our industry. Um, it's as, it's as serious, if, if maybe in some ways more serious uh, than it was in my early days in the industry, which is over 40 years ago. That's how long I've been in some part of the construction industry. So I, uh, And I agree that it's still a concern. Uh, and it's a concern that's that's broadening to include uh, the other associated areas of concern dealing with mental health, uh, addiction, and suicide, uh, and and because they're all, they're all related, and they all focus on people, uh, and so your idea of just looking out uh, for your for your crewmate, uh, for your team member, uh, for the people that work for you um, is. Yeah, absolutely spot on in terms of of uh, of what the leader's outlook uh, needs to be, and then the challenge, of course, is is to find the ways that you you motivate and, and inspire the people that you lead uh, in order to to listen to what you're saying uh, and then act on it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, um, let me think. Uh, I mean, I, again, this this is a very uh, all these conversations have been different, uh, uniquely different. Uh, and and mine with you is uh, is is much much more so. Tell tell us tell the audience about uh, when you first started doing your LinkedIn postings. What was what was what was the motivation and and why have you continued to do them uh, on a regular basis? If if no more if it's just for your employees, I, I understand that. But my, my hunch is there's probably more there. What, what what was your motivation, and what's what's motivating you to continue to do it? Oh yeah, no, that's that's a that's a really good question. Actually, I'm glad you asked it. We live and die by relationships, and as as we grow as a company, as we've grown as we've grown substantially as a company over, over my my career, I've been I've been doing this ever since I was a teenager. Um, but you can't talk uh, on the course of a year. You can't touch everybody that you need to touch. Um, and whether, you know, and you, you work for a certain client in Mississippi and you lose touch with them. You'd work for another client in say Michigan and over time you lose touch with them. But you know, it's, it's but you, the, in, in the, in the relationship business, you got to continually reach out and touch somebody say, hey, how you doing? You know, and guy can come up anything I can help you with. And it, it just, it's a big country. It's there's, there's a big economy. And, uh, what LinkedIn has done in the algorithms has, has digitized that touch where, you know, instead of just, you know, calling, you know, you don't have enough time or energy to, reach everybody they need to reach uh to to sustain your 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 business and um it's it's twofold it, it's it's the people that you don't know that you reach out to that could be potential employees or it could be uh 
have dozens of customers that you don't think to necessarily call or reach out to or can't or can't connect with them. And all of a sudden they see what you said on LinkedIn. This, oh, man, this, yeah, I need to call Steve. I need to, I, I have something I need to talk to him about. So it, it's kind of automated that process. And it don't mean to take the human element out of it, but it just, there's just, it, it's a, it's a big country and there's a lot of people in it and you can't talk to everybody. So you, you, you put yourself out there to the, the different markets that we work in, whether it be power, automotive process, uh, government on and on and all these different buckets of industries that we deal in. And you just physically can't stay in front of everybody using the old method of calling and sending letters like like my grandpa would have done uh decades ago um it it it, it kind of automates that and when they need you they call you because uh, you put yourself out there and they remembered you um so it's it's twofold it's 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 an attracting talent is is one of it and attracting customers it is another mm-hmm. good that's uh that make, that makes total sense, um, uh, and I pl- again I applaud you for for doing it. And that's again that just the fact that you were doing that. That's why I described you as being a bit different. Yep. <laughs> uh, and that's a, and that's and that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, when you think about the the uh, the variety of ways that uh, one business tries to differentiate itself from another, uh, in, in as competitors, um, there are a lot of different ways to try to do it. Uh, a chunk of them are the ones that everybody can do. They can talk about the quality. They can talk about safety. They can talk about, you know, best train. They can talk about, you know, multiple look all those features. Uh, nah. But, uh, but you're, you're doing something that's a, that's a, a bit different to differentiate yourself uh, yeah. as, as, a, as a company in a particular segment of the, of the, of, of, of a variety of industries. Um, and again, that's why I liked, and that's why I use it in the opening. Um, your very plain spoken way of describing what coding's unlimiting it is unlimiting it is now in the in the podcast i listened to if you can recall you describe your company differently do you remember the words you use to describe what your company does you mentioned you mentioned concrete and steel yeah yeah um, concrete and steel from fire water and corrosion is that the way you said yeah there, i thought you used a couple of bigger words that really i said wow who knows what I said? I don't know. <laughs> well, the recording knows. The recording knows. You know, another component to this digital media, uh, social media, it, you know, it, it, what it, in an essence is what it's doing is accelerating the future. It's bringing opportunities closer, faster, versus the old way of reaching out, sending sending letters, sending proposals, calling people. You know, it just it accelerates all that. It just it puts it on steroids, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Do you ha- do you have metrics uh, that support uh, the uh, the use- utility of this of this uh, activity for you? Yeah, on the back end, yeah. That yeah, I'm not good at studying that, but the people that know it for us, they they understand and the uh, the traffic kind of handles it. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you engage your resource to help you uh, manage your social media and manage this whole thing to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to take full credit for it. And it, it's, it's my heart and soul, but it, it's, it's, uh, it's the creative minds of people that know the algorithms 
and 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 what LinkedIn likes to see, what doesn't like to see. So they, they uh, I, I get help. Yeah, good. Well, that's important. Uh, and and again, uh, just as, as another another compliment to you for taking a, a very sensible, wise, and future future looking approach to how you let people know that you're out there to serve them, uh, which I think is uh, I think is terrific. Um, so if I were to ask, uh, I'm going to, let's try this question. If, if you had to think about it for just a moment or two and try to, uh, to identify, uh, the three or four qualities, uh, also known as, again, I, 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 I describe soft skills as not being skills, but being a person's qualities, attributes, behaviors, a manifestation of their personal values. That's what a soft skill is. Communication is a skill. Listening is a skill. Um, and I differentiate them by saying that that those things can be taught. You can teach people how to do, be better communicators, whether it's writing or oral or otherwise. Um, you can teach people how to be better listeners. Um, uh, but the whole notion of of understanding and 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 developing for yourself an understanding of your qualities. Um, by looking inward, which is self-awareness, a component of emotional intelligence, um, and also being able to do that and looking at others is is really what separates uh, people that are doing okay, particularly people that are progressing into con- significant leadership roles and people who are s- s- very successful. So if I were to ask you what your th- the three or four qualities you thought were the most important to you, uh, and how you go about doing what you do on a day-to-day basis in your business, what would those qualities be? Uh, let me lead with a quote. I saw something the other day, and I forgive me, I don't know the author. I, I read a lot. I don't always remember where I read it at, but, you know, it's something like effort trumps talent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, what, what that means to me is, you know, if you have the energy and the ambition and the drive, you know, you're going to go farther in life than person that's just really good at, you know, you to go, whether it be a, put a sports analogy and vice here, you know, someone's really good at soccer, you know, he's got good skills, but if someone wants to try harder, they're going to go farther and they see, uh, succeed more than person with just the skills. So, you know, it doesn't just take smarts. It, it takes, it takes ambition and initiative and drive mm-hmm. to, really make things happen in this world um now look at the people that honor this country and just the, the the awesome success stories of just just raw ambition and and taking advantage of the opportunities at the time to build the economy that we all enjoy today um just uh that that, that would be energy and ambition and drive is would get anybody much farther in their career than any kind of report card from the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with all that. And I think that also just that, that underscores again, the, the, uh, the conversations that are going on around uh, trying to uh, try and to uh, uh, tell the story of the construction industry as we see it now and into the future uh, to try to attract uh, individuals who are, being sent in one uh, down one path and it's called college uh, versus potentially being sent down another path, which is called, uh, you know, the tools, the trades, construction. Um, and uh, 
So again, let's. I'm, I'm going to circle back to my to my question. Those the three or four qualities that are really important to you. To me, it would be um, having an extrovert personality. Uh, would really pay dividends. Now you can't necessarily teach that, but just just from a, from your DNA standpoint, just being outgoing really gets you far in, 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 in life and in your career. Mm-hmm. Another one would be, you know, putting, putting people first. Uh, that's not necessarily put people ahead of your own interests, but just understanding that we're all in this together and a uh, rising tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one would be an, uh, phone to help one another. Um, you know, it, 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 whether it not be, it, it be a fellow employee or, or um, a direct report or, or from the, a customer, you know, we're all, we're all here to help one another, get, get through this game of life. Um, and that help may be in some form of uh, Hey, you know, um, to any kind of constructive, um, dialogue or, um, any, any, uh, any thing that would help them in the course of <clears throat> their career and what could, what that can help them getting off to a tangent. Uh, another one would be, and this is kind of, I guess this is corny, but it's just your health. If, if, if we can maintain our health and put our health first, we can help others. And there's just a lot of people that don't take care of themselves that get into the gutter of life. And if they can just maintain their, mental acuity in their healthy body they can be more productive in society and help people more mm-hmm. interesting yeah i too read a lot and it just reminds me i'm looking over at my notes here i read an article online that the title of the article was human traits to develop to keep ai from replacing us artificial intelligence and the four traits which fall directly in when i talk about soft skills actually Three of these four were on my top 20 list of soft skills in my book. The first is humility as a quality. That's a really good one, yes. Uh, the second is curiosity. Done. The third is self-awareness. And the fourth is empathy. Yeah, you be me in your four. I like your four much better. I mean, they're not mine, but actually three of them did fall into my top 20. And it makes a great deal of sense to me, this whole idea of what makes us human. You continually talk about we're in a people business. It's about building relationships. Relationships bring success. And I agree with all of that, absolutely. And some of the ingredients for great leaders to be able to be successful and maybe also happier, these four words, among others, all fit in there. I've often said that the reason to understand others as well as yourself is that decisions that are made by you throughout your day, particularly as the president, and as you refer to yourself also as the benevolent dictator of your company, that the decisions you make, it's not just about the facts, because every decision you make affects you and affects others. And that's certainly true for any leader. Your thoughts? Yeah. So to go back in time in our conversation about how we got started on LinkedIn, you know, I was first reluctant to do it. I am a humble person and I didn't want to come across in the media as, you know, a know-it-all, have all the answers. 
But my real goal is is to utilize my life experiences to help other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that none of them come across with that tone. Of, I have all the answers. I absolutely don't. I'm looking for all the answers. <laughs> But, you know, I do view myself as being very humble because in the contracting world, it's really hard to get too big of a head because contractors face a lot of uh, headwinds and a lot of problems. And, mm-hmm. you know, staying humble is will, will, will keep your sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ending on humility is a good way for to end this very rapid conversation that I could probably find a way to continue for another half hour, an hour, just to kind of keep picking your brain and your heart, because again, you do come across with a very humble approach. You're very plain spoken, and that's a very positive thing for someone leading a successful business. Because again, one of the things that's important, I'm sure it's an ingredient in the multiple generations that have run your company, is that you have a lot of long-term relationships, and the glue of a long-term relationship is trust. And that's why you know trustworthy is at the top of the list of qualities that are important for individuals. And I think you've got that in spades. And again, your humility is certainly expressed in your statement that says that you don't walk on water. You just know where the rocks are. (laughs) Steve, it's been a special delight to talk to you. I look forward to meeting you in person, which I'm sure I will somehow, somewhere. It's all right when you're in our hometown, I apologize. Well, it's all right, that's okay. I'll be back there, I'm sure, at some point in time. But thank you so much for your time. And let's stay in touch. My mind thought of me. Thank you, Dennis. You're welcome, Steve. Take care. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Softest Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran. Dennis is the author of Softest Steel and a leading speaker and trainer for organizations across many industries and verticals. To learn more about the work Dennis is doing to activate soft skills in the workplace, contact him at DennisDuranSpeaking.com. Be sure to check out his book, Soft as Steel, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. And please remember to share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and anyone you feel would benefit from the conversation. We'll see you next time on the Softest Steel podcast with Dennis Duran. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.